Cadets and Captains to M-Class Email. I'm Jeff. And I'm Other Jeff. <laughs> Red Jeff in the house. Ooh, that makes me sound like a cool ace fighter pilot. Red, Red Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, that sounds super cool, Josh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing's cooler than the name Jeff. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's Josh. Who That's you, me. Who you may know from such hit internet as M Class Podcast. I. That's the only thing I do. Am welcoming all of you to our uh, very robust email segment where we oh just God. we just have so many emails. It's so crazy. Many. It's a ton of them. <laughs> uh, we have five. So. Uh, it is today. I, I think we should say it is New Year's Day, yes. and uh, over the past week was like uh, crazy holiday week, as I call it. Like so, like when Christmas is on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, pretty much the week between those two things, Christmas Day and New Year's Day, is just like a dead zone of it's nothingness. A, it's a no man's land. There's nothing yeah. there. You're not doing anything, right? Like I didn't do shit. Yeah, so I didn't. Do I'm shit assuming either. I should have, but I didn't. I'm assuming most people who have like jobs where they go to like a place to work i assume that they also didn't have a lot of things to do this week since like what do you do right it's like i have noticed as well and i think i want to address this on the show yeah i've noticed people say oh i don't have anything good enough yeah or, well, like, i don't know I don't, what that means like i don't have like something that's as good or like our show isn't good it's not for good things <laughs> yeah especially the emails episode is like our opportunity to talk to you guys and like we want to hear all the things you have to say like they're like, you're not you're not writing war and peace over here we're just we're just hanging out you know what i mean so like doesn't have to be good yeah like some of my absolute whatever. favorite emails have just been like hey jeff and josh what's your favorite fruit yeah, we talk about like how awesome fucking fruit is. Yeah, better than you remember, I'll tell you that much. If you haven't had yeah. fruit in a couple days, it's real yeah. fucking good. Especially it's winter time where we live, so we don't get like good fruit. No. And like fruit is great when it's good. It's it sucks when it's bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it goes rotten when it's bad. So, like, I will. I love peaches, but like. I ain't getting a good peach in the middle of January. No, you know? you're getting like a mediocre peach, which is still yeah. pretty good. It's better than not a peach. What is your favorite fruit, Josh? Peach. Peach. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think mango is my favorite fruit. Mangoes are fucking amazing. Although, like, I really fucking love blackberries. Like, blackberries are yeah. so fucking good. Blackberries are great because you can eat, like, 50,000 of yeah. them. You, you've yeah. eaten the entire blackberry bush by the time you realize what you're doing. Yeah, you, like, have wrecked the environment for that yeah. blackberry species because you've just eaten them all. Sorry, conservationists, Sorry. nerds. Sorry, not really. <laughs> I used to go picking blackberries when I was a kid because I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere. What else am I going to do? Also, you lived in 1937. <laughs> yeah. I put on my overalls and no shoes and my straw hat, and I went down to the fishing hole and, <laughs> and your mom would yell you, some blackberries. Be back before sundown, Jeff. I'll be back before supper. <laughs> be back before supper. Did your mom say supper? Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, that's my, weird. At, at several points in my life, I noticed my parents calling him George Washington. So, oh, right, because of the <laughs> R's in his name. Because his last you name. You go wash up. 
Yeah, war shop, yeah. But the thing is, like, there's a certain performativeness to, like, West Virginians where, like, we're not yeah, really Southern, but right. we want to be so fucking bad. So, so it's, like, over the top. Yeah, you, like, perform being Southern so that people right. know you're Southern. Yeah, that's a little bit of Philly, too, is, like, people want... Since we're, like, the third step cousin to the big cities, right? Like, <laughs> we want to be tough and cool like New York or Boston. So, you know, Philly, they're, like, they put on that, like, yeah, we're from Philly. Like, that whole, like, shit, right? It's almost like a New York accent yeah, almost. Yeah, and then you guys fucking murdered Hitchbot. Yeah, well, he fucking knew he shouldn't have been hitching, man. <laughs> Hitching's dangerous. It's, we showed the country how dangerous hitching is. You really did. Well, the thing about Hitchbot is he made it uh, across the entirety of Canada perfectly fine. And then yeah, well, he made it one state and died in Philly. <laughs> well, we know which country is going to get uh, taken over by robots first, and that's Canada. As long as they're polite, it's fine. And you know what, what city is going to hold out to the end? Philly. Fuck you, Hitchbot. Hitchbot was my friend, and you murdered him. I remember when Hitchbot died. I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, Philly, and I was like, oh, no. No one's going to forgive us. <laughs> That's going to be one people remember. <laughs> it has been a long time. That and the guy eating the horse shit after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Like, Eagles fans, after, after the Super Bowl, were just, like, suddenly, like, the orcs. Dude, it was Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, just (laughs) running full tilt towards Helm's Deep. And Helm's Deep was any news camera that was anywhere near... (laughs) We were led by George Orkington. (laughs) Yeah, man, no. uh, I mean, it uh, it was a catharsis, dude. It was like, fuck, dude. People were losing it. Every newscast had somebody cussing on it. Every single I, one. I retweeted that thing and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Fucking uh, so the news bad. had to act like they didn't know this was like like and it wasn't like, even bad. Not like nothing know, like nothing even really happened. They knocked down an awning. That's about it. So there were a couple was of cars. Excited. Yeah, eh, it's to be expected. It went a lot better than it could have, so I mean, I'm cool. Yeah, it could still be a war zone to this day. <laughs> we could still be cleaning up the remnants of the Super Bowl victory. People could be lo- standing at the edge of Philly looking at the smoldering wreckage and saying, humanity and its hubris met here on that day. It's like Neo-Tokyo or whatever from fucking uh, Akira. It's just a fucking crater in the ground. Dude, you know what the fucking craziest thing about that is? Since we don't have a whole lot of emails, we're going to be tangenting a lot. Yeah. This the is just like a free, like, Jeff and Josh shoot the shit again. Why pretty not? much. The, uh, the manga of... Uh, Akira, like, you know, like, the explosion is this big black orb that goes out yeah. when Neo Tokyo gets destroyed. Yeah. That's made up of, like, pencil strokes. One pencil stroke at Oh, a time. man, dude. So and Somebody asked him why he did that, and he was like, well, it wouldn't have felt as weighty if I hadn't. And I'm like, but what it? <laughs> but, well, yeah, but, like, what's the easier way? Like, yeah, I mean, that's I like, appreciate the, the artistry. Right. I do, but I'm lazy. <laughs> Well, that's, like, where, like, as a creator, like, I know you and I both kind of get this, where, like, there's a point when you're, like, okay, um, this is going to take X amount of time for this payoff. And you start doing the math in your head, right? And you're, like, okay, what is a better way to do this? Or a quicker, more efficient way to do this? As long as you're ending up with a similar 
end point to me. Right. Like, there right. are things that I'll go, like, all out on as an yeah. artist that I know, like, if I don't put this effort in, it's not You'll going f- to work. You and get I'm that sure feeling. he felt. Yeah, you get that feeling, and I do this with, like, even, like, with jokes and continue, where I'm like, if I don't make this joke work, I'm going to feel bad that the episode isn't as good. Oh, And yeah. that's, like, my barometer for, like, what I think I need to do, right? Oh, yeah. It's, like, the first page of Inksburg is an example that anyone can go look at. The first mm-hmm. page of Inksburg, I drew, like, a full mansion and front yard and a yeah. cityscape in the background. And it's for one panel that most everybody's right. just going to read the caption on and move to the next one. Right, they're not going to, right. But, but if I didn't do that, you wouldn't know where you're at. Right, you have to establish yeah. it. Yeah. It's absolutely necessary. Yep. And I, I also do a lot of extraneous work just for fucking fun, because I find it funny. Like, if you go through Inksburg, there are paintings on every wall of stupid-looking yeah. characters doing yeah. dumb shit. That shit is funny. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love background gags in anything, so I yep. love to put as many in as I can. In Futurama is like the king. Oh yeah, my, Simpsons is also obviously they're both the same thing. But like Futurama to me is fucking it's tops. It's the best. F- Futurama is so layered in city scenes with jokes that you have to yeah. watch it multiple times to know yeah. what the jokes are. And then they made that language too. Like that whole language is like a real language. Well, an alphabet anyway. Oh yeah, dude! I, I actually have a cipher now that I like. I looked up. It's like a classic cipher language, yeah. and That's I really cool. want to do something with it, but I don't know what yet. Make us make a secret codes. Like, why aren't we talking in secret codes? Well, right I don't know now? how to talk in a cipher. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't it's either. It's like it's that classic cipher that's based on a grid. And like yeah. each letter is placed in a space of the grid, and then you draw the shape that goes around it for each. Oh letter. yeah, okay, yeah. And like, so you need a key. You need like a, a key. Yeah, you need the key, and then there's like a second grid that has dots in it, and you have to right. draw the shape with the dot for that letter. Oh so, my god! So it looks like fucking like uh, bad the like or uh, shit. I forget the actual name. The like dwarven language. For oh okay. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love I love that shit. I love that shit. The other day, like, uh, I saw this pen for sale that, like, uh, when you when you draw on, uh, you have like two sides of the pen. You have the side that stays, Mm -hmm. and then you have a side that can be wiped away with heat. You like put a lighter up to it, yeah, away. That's awesome. And like, you people were writing and like with this like. Uh, dwarven looking language and when you held the lighter up to it it burned it away and it just had English in it oh my god why are we spies why are we doing spy shit shit ever dude dude I love that shit I would love to that would be like something I would love to do of course I couldn't do it with anybody who listens to this but I would like write a message a secret message and be like you find this scroll like playing D&D you find this scroll on the ground and they'd be like, I can't read this. And I'd be like, oh, you better figure it out. You gotta find it. Yeah, and there'd be, like, <laughs> some clues, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe there wouldn't be. <laughs> like, maybe there would be, like, a little fire symbol on, the, on like, yeah. like, written on the ground next to it, and that's it. Like, I, I couldn't imagine oh, somebody yeah. being, like, taking a lighter out from that. But maybe they'd figure it out. Maybe they would. All right, well, we now should... they listen to this, so now they're gonna know. <laughs> um... Let's let's read some email. Let's read an email. All right, we got a second. All right, 
<laughs> Got a second. <laughs> our uh, our first email is from Poppy. Poppy! And it's uh, entitled, No Wait, This Time It's Really Good. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you guys, I've solved it. I'm going to start Voyager by watching Thres- Threshold first. Oh, that way fuck. it can only get better from there. Yes, definitely there aren't worse episodes than that. <laughs> I can't imagine a worse episode than Threshold. Uh, Poppy, let me sit you down and have the Voyager talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, a Jeff and a Josh love you very much. <laughs> they try and stop you from starting from with Threshold. Ever watching most of Voyager. Uh, I am very smart. <laughs> SMRT. SMRT. Uh, I mean, SMART. <laughs> also, disregard whatever I said about short treks in my last email. I had them confused with Star Trek Continues, and in any okay. case, it's not what I thought it was. Sigh. Discovery, right. more like disappointment, very. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's actually a really fucking good. Got him. That's really funny. Yeah, Star Trek Continues is the one that is, like, uh, the guy who plays Kirk is the director, and he's also, like, a weird pedophile. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me that. I've never seen it. I've never watched it. He, like, uh, he sued the people who were, like, call, sent, like trying to bring him to court for, like, right. sexual Counter, harassment. Countersued them, He yeah. countersued, and he lost, like, $5 million. That's a lot of money. Uh, especially for a voice actor <laughs> yeah i mean i could like live like probably like 10 lifetimes on five million dollars yeah, so could i so he, he i don't know the actual amount but he lost like a shit ton and like yeah. there are still people who are like he didn't do anything wrong right you're just they, bullying like, him right right <laughs> well he was the voice of uh edward elric and um full metal alchemist too okay yes Edward. Uh, Is he the robot one? Or no, the he's knight? The, he's he's the, the main kid. one. He's so short! <laughs> anyway, uh... That's that show. I like that show, but that's a lot of that. I couldn't watch the movie. The, uh, the live-action Netflix movie. I was like, nah. Well, I mean, the live-action Netflix adaptations of anime are, like, nefarious for how yeah. bad they are. Yeah. It was it was pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> Not like this show. <laughs> no, this show's a good show. Um, <laughs> she signs Lieutenant Junior Grade F plus Poppy. Now of the USS, what did I do with my coffee mug? Comma one of the more unusually named ships in the fleet. I love that they named it that whole big-ass long name. Like, it's a fucking emo band from 2004. It's not an actual comma, either. It's the word comma. Oh, it's the word (laughs) comma. Because they, I guess they couldn't put, like, they didn't have, like, a font. for The the ship printer doesn't print uh, commas for ships. You know, it's funny you mentioned, like, an emo band from 2005. Is that what you said? I said four, but sure, five will do. There's a there's a band right now that I like called uh, I don't know how, but they found me. Yes, I know them. That's a good band. Yeah, that's like yeah, they're cool. I, I always love their think ex- of exceptionally long and necessary name. Yeah, I always think of and so they will know us by the trail of the dead. That was like one of the first ones I remember. <laughs> uh, 
that I remember seeing and being like, all right, this is getting like completely out of control. <laughs> so they, they become and so. Yeah, or, or, or it's, it might just be and and they will know us. But like, how yeah. do you, it's like such a weird sentence that like you can't even shorten it because like, what's the trail of the dead maybe people call it? I don't, I don't well, know. Back in my day, bands were called the and then something. The <laughs> and then a noun. Whatever happened to Led Zeppelins? They were the Beatles, the Kinks, the Kicks, <laughs> the Sex Pistols, <laughs> the Ramones, the Ramones. <laughs> I made you know, up a, I made up a fake band for me and some of my friends at the time called the States. The States? That's yeah. a pretty good name. Which I think is a really good name for a band. Yeah. The logo had like the f- the four states we were from in like oh, one cool. shape behind it. That's cool. And then none of us ever learned how to play an instrument. So I was in a real band. Uh, fake bands have cooler names. Fake bands do have cooler <laughs> names. <laughs> uh, I do have a bass hanging on my wall, but I still don't know how to play it. I was in a band and I had a lot of fun and I remember staying out really late and drinking a lot of alcohol mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was it. That's really pretty much it. Um, shoving everything in the back of a van that never ended for me. That's still a thing that I need to do, even with the stuff we do. Because like, I guess it's true. Yeah, you gotta always unpack and load shit, right? So that's just something that I do my whole life now. That's I like guess. an upcoming reality for me. Like at some point in the next year, I'm hoping to start tabling at conventions in the next yeah. year or two. So you have to like carry a bunch of your stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to carry the whole table, like everything Literally. that goes on the table, all of the stands that go behind it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get on a plane with somehow. They don't like tell you about that stuff. No, like everything yeah. I'm gonna sell is gonna have to go on the plane too. Like I don't know how they do that. I honestly I don't know. You basically don't know. get like one of those big ass rolling cases, like okay. the ones that are like how almost they come up to your chest and they're made of hard ass plastic. Oh, those big old fuckers. Yeah. yeah, and you like fold up all your stands and everything and put it in the bottom. And like it takes like, up ninety percent of it, and then you put all it. your other stuff on top of it in a box. Whew. Oh man, no way, no and way. Then you have your carry-on that has like your actual clothes in it. The only thing I want to get onto a plane with is an ice cream cone, <laughs> Xanax flavored ice cream cone. Yeah, they won't let you on a plane with an ice cream cone, sir. Put <laughs> the ice cream what you're cone gonna down. Do with that shit. It's frozen. It's frozen milk. You can stab somebody with it. That's frozen liquid. How many ounces of liquid is that? How many ounces is it? Got to be under three, which is literally nothing. Yeah. Good luck with that shit. I had a spray. I talk. I talk about this. I'll continue. I had a uh, like a body spray that I bought in England because I was real smelly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like traveling and shit, and I forgot to take it out of my thinger, and I get to the checkpoint line in the airport. And the British, very nice British security man is like, oh, you can't bring this on. I can't do a British accent right now. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, I forgot. And he's like, uh, do you want to spray yourself with it real quick before you throw it out? And I was like, nah, I'm good. Nah, and then I go, to the, good. and I go to the next line and they're like, please step over here. And they're like, fucking check all my shit oh, and taking no. my fucking shoes off and shit. I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, dude, like. I use hair gel all the time. Yeah. And because otherwise my hair is just like, it looks like God sh- shit on top of my head, left it there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's accurate. And I. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too worried about it because uh, you have hair, so uh, suck my dick. Well. 
That's fair. Um, <laughs> so, but the hair gel bottle is gigantic. So yeah, I have to like squirt that shit into a fucking dime baggie and like take yeah. it with me. You gotta have all these little like travel thing. Ugh, dude, it sucks, man. It does. It sucks. I don't have Fuck hair it. for much longer. Shit's going the way it's going, so we're gonna yeah. be together. <laughs> That's how it started with me. I was like, "But maybe no." There's no "but maybe." We're gonna no, be no. literal palette swaps eventually. Yep. So <laughs> there's no "but maybe." Just shave it off. It's time. Our, our next in- email is uh, entitled "From Rich Masters," another Rich Masters classics. What? And he writes, <laughs> "Cherry ho, my mate." Casts podcasters, it's me, everyone's favorite Rich, Rich Masters. Yes, this sounds like him. I mean, I'm, you. I'm sure we're all loving my exciting new season of writing solid gold bricks of media out of my beautiful British hands, so let's get right down to those brissy, brassy tacks, yes? <laughs> this episode begins with Jean Luc piloting a runabout. Man, that's a fucking great touch, Jean Luc. Yeah. This episode begins with Jean-Luc piloting a runabout, a most dire expression troubling his captainly face. <laughs> Damn, wow. this is so rich. This might be might be his best one. This is super rich. Yeah. Um, also in the runabout are a Denobulan male and a Tellarite female. Uh-huh. The Tellarite approaches Jean-Luc, brusquely tapping him on the shoulder. <laughs> Mr. Picard, you drive like a shaky old man. Hurry it up, I'm getting hungry, says the rude lady, looking quite distressed herself. Damn. The Denobulan approaches. The only seemingly untroubled person in the cabin rests his hands on her shoulder. Madame Malort, please. <laughs> I'm sure he's doing the best he can. We just need to relax, says the yeah. serene Denobulan, who is promptly backhanded by the unconvinced Tellarite. Wow. His face blows up like a balloon, and she says, Shut it, you puff-headed dolt. You Damn. ain't the only leftover croissant before we left. That's crazy. And that's the end. Thanks for reading. Tune wow. in next time for another special guest appearance by the dashing space rogue Mitch Rasters. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Rasters. And uh, in case you couldn't tell, that was probably not from Rich. <laughs> uh, you, everything was solid gold up until the name Mitch Rasters. Yeah, that was from Fedco. Thank you for Fedco. Thank you for that perfect recreation of a Rich Masters classic. Fedco. Amazing, amazing. Incredible. I'd hang that on my Christmas tree if I could, <laughs> or if I had a Christmas tree, which I don't. Uh, we didn't put ours up this year. It felt like too much effort. Yeah, uh, I got to a point a long time ago where I was like. I don't need this anymore in my life. Also, like, yeah. I'm a real-life Grinch. So <laughs> yeah, also, fuck, fuck your tree-ass holiday. <laughs> uh, our next email is entitled Alien Nurse, and it's from AJ. Okay. AJ writes, Hey, Josh and Jeff. Hi. I just rewatched that episode of TNG where Riker's doing recon on a pre-first contact planet, gets injured, and has to go to the hospital while Picard is making first contact with the planet's leader. Yes. It's a great episode, except for a slight misstep. When Riker wakes up in the hospital and finds he's been discovered, a nurse offers to help him, but only if he fucks her. Yeah. It's implied he does, and the episode continues as if the nurse did not just coerce sex out of a Starfleet officer. Yeah, she, uh, she fucks, they fuck. Uh, I am 
as much for Alien Poon as the next guy, but it's just a bit weird, especially contrasted with the rest of the episode. Are there any other Trek episodes you think would benefit from a scene being removed? Thanks, AJ. I feel like we brought this up before that, like, that episode would have a whole different fucking feel if Riker was replaced by, like, Troy. And the, yeah. the lady was replaced by a man. Yeah, it would be extremely not okay. No. I mean, it's sort of... you don't I mean, it's ever... not steamy. Riker's not into No, it. it's like... not... No. And you don't ever really know that they do. I mean, it, it, it. I agree with you that it is implied that they do, and it yeah. feels that way for sure. But... There's like that plausible right, writer's deniability there, yeah, like where they're like, "We didn't show it. We didn't say yeah, anything. He didn't it, come out buckling his pants. Yeah, whatever. he wasn't smoking a cigarette, right, or whatever. Um, Universal language for just having sex, just smoking fucked. a cigarette, yeah, without Especially a shirt on. Just fucked uh, Fraser's wife from Cheers, because that's oh, who yeah. played her. Yeah. Damn, good memory, baby. I don't know her name. Oh, speaking Bebe of that, I'm gonna tangent again. Have you seen the uh, NFL trailer for um, Picard that came on during a game? No, I don't think I did. Um, there's a Vulcan lady in it. Yeah. And I saw her, and I was like, holy fuck, that is the most familiar-looking person that I I can't place that has okay. ever happened to me in my life. Did you find out who it was? Yes, but I spent the better part of a day trying to find out. Okay, because like, I've done that shit before, too, and I'm glad that you found it, because I would be driven to literal madness. Dude, I was. like, I guess it was only a couple hours, but I was like, I was. it felt like forever. And I yeah. finally came out, to, and I was, went to my wife, Crystal, and I was like, who is this? And I saw the gears grind in her head like they did in mine, and I was yeah. like, I just fucking like, banished her to the Twilight Zone. Like, you just cursed like, her with a curse, yeah. And she sat there for a minute, and she went, oh, it's... Uh, the, it's one of the characters from Eureka. It's Henry oh. Deacon's wife. Okay. The one I who gets like time traveled to death. Right. Uh, did you ever watch that show? I didn't, so I, would, oh. I never would have known. It's a really great show. I highly recommend That's it. what everyone says. And not that I, I said that like I don't believe That's it. what everyone says. That's yeah. what everyone says. <laughs> I just I know I've heard that it is good. I love it's like a comfort food show, except it's actually good. Yeah, those are the best comfort food shows, the ones that are actually good. What I really want more than anything, and one day I'll probably do it, is, like, the whole idea of the show is that, like, a regular-ass, sh- like, uh, like he's a mar- U.S. Marshal. Like, he's just a yeah. regular-ass dude doing his job, gets assigned to a town where all of the most top-secret scientific yes. research is doing. Yes, I remember. As the sheriff. Yes. So he's, like, completely fucking out of his element. It's smart. That's a smart idea. I would love to do that in a fantasy setting where, like, a town guard gets assigned to a town, like, a town full of wizards. Like, everyone in the town is, like, a super wizard. Yeah, it would be. He's the only one who isn't. Yeah, it would be cool if it was, like, I'm I'm going, like, full Captain N, where it's, like, just, like, a person gets sent to like a fantasy realm <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then everything's just like fantasy as fuck. Basically just fantasy fiction is basically what yeah, I'm, what I'm saying like, about. That sounds like the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of that. Is, uh, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon is weirdly better than I remember it being when I watched that's it interesting. recently. I kind of feel like that's what disenchantment is. It's just like, a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. 
Disenchantment is like a fantasy fiction cartoon. <laughs> it it is, but it's like it's like not as like obviously as no. fucking ridiculous. It's, it's not as crazy. Yeah. Somehow it's not as crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. Um like that's not really the question of the email, I guess. We talked about like how fucked up it is that it happens in that episode, but like yeah. the question of the email is there any other Star Trek episodes that you think would benefit from a scene being removed? That's a really hard and specific question. Um I mean obviously I can't off the top of my head. I it, it works better with with movies cuz there are 50 billion hours of them. Right, because it's less time and scenes matter more, right? I think like, the episode of... T- this is fucking popped into my head. The episode of TOS where Abraham Lincoln uh, almost uses basically the N-word to talk about Uhura. Yeah. That scene could be taken out. That one probably, <laughs> yeah. Does he... He uses the old N-word, right? Yeah, he does. Right, which... that And she's like, well, I'm not offended because words don't offend me anymore. And I was right. like, that's not how that works. Okay. Yeah, it would have been better to be like, Abraham, we don't... That's not the word anymore. <laughs> that's not the preferred nomenclature, yeah. dude. We don't, we don't say... <laughs> we don't call him Chinaman anymore. Yeah. It's not the preferred nomenclature. Fucking carpet pissers. <laughs> this isn't he didn't build the fucking railroads Walter <laughs> he peed on my carpet <laughs> god damn I love that movie That's oh my god such a fucking great movie number one most class like probably the most quotable movie of all time it is any line in that movie yeah. is a fucking amazing quote god, like I've seen it so many times my absolute favorite line in the movie that never fails to make me laugh is uh, you could guess what happens next he fixes the television. He fixes the cable. That makes me laugh every time. I'm going to fix Dinah Cobble. <laughs> Carl Hungus is his name in the porno. Carl Hungus. Carl Hungus. Jesus. Um, uh, yeah, I'd say that episode of TOS could stand that. Yeah, there's. I mean, obviously, along the same vein, uh, uh, the one, the second episode of TNG with the racism, Code of Honor, Code of yeah, Honor. that, that whole could, episode could be removed. That could be replaced with literally just ten or forty-four minutes of blankness. That would be fine. Um, the scene where they sh- like, I would cut a scene down a little bit where they go to the planet in threshold. And yeah. they see the lizard people. I would cut it after they realize who the lizard people are before the babies come out and it complicates right. matters a million times. Yes. No, more. that's a great no, that's perfect. That's a great example. <laughs> that's uh yes. It's already uh it's already weird fucking enough, yeah. right? Like we've already it's weird as fuck. We've gotten to the point where you've reached maximum weirdness that yeah. is acceptable and then you make another you make a step that like the it's giant, outer limits jump. Paul Bunyan couldn't make this fucking step forward that they yeah. make. Yeah, no, it's it's like Twilight Zone slash Outer Limits style at that point where you're like, oh, this oh. is just fucking weird as fuck right now. It's, it's like Outer Limits style where it's badly written. Yes, it's not good. Yeah, Outer Twilight. Limits. My favorite thing I described um, the difference between Outer Limits and the Twilight Zone. <laughs> the Twilight Zone is there's always going to be a clever like uh twist yeah. on your expectations. Your right. expectations are going to be subverted in a clever way. Mm-hmm. In uh the outer limits, 
there's gonna be a special effects alien. Yep. He's gonna be alien a- in a costume. That's the subverting your expectations. There's gonna, there's gonna be some bad special effects and an alien. Yep. Cre- creepy alien with a big brain or a giant ant monster, maybe? Oh, I don't know. No. Did you ever watch the movie that, Them? Oh, yeah. The, That's the a great original one. giant ant movie. That's a great movie. And the guy's just getting eaten by ants. He's like, ah, ah, and he's like dying. And it's the funniest fucking shit, dude. I love any movie that uses zoomed in footage of small animals as over, giant. Over top of, yeah, over like superimposed over real film. Oh, God. I love so it. So good. It's, it's hard to pick specific episodes and specific scenes that I haven't like seen recently. Yeah, it's t- I don't have like a, a eidetic memory about all the. I wish I did. <laughs> and so many of like the episodes that really stick out to me are like the best episodes or the absolute worst episodes. Where changing a scene is not going to help or hit. not going to help. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a great point. Like sometimes the episode is just bad. There's no fixing it. And in, in a great episode, like you're not going to want to change it because it's already great. Why would you change it, right? Yeah, and in a lot of episodes, there's a scene where Wesley shows up for a scene for no reason. Yeah, get, get I would that cut out. all of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would go back in time. <laughs> I was just gonna be really mean. I'll, I'll stop. I, 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 I won't be. I knew I won't where that mean. was going. <laughs> I won't. I won't do it. He's already. He's already beaten to the ground enough. <laughs> I think. I think Twitter beat him into the ground yeah. enough. There was a part of me where I was like, "Oh, we're going this far, are we?" Man, oh. yo, there was. So I felt really. There was a time when I felt really bad about being like. I, I mean, like honestly, like I like bullied him on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> not that I mean, like. Not that like he like. Uh, not that I'm like anybody, right? So like, who really cares or whatever? But I guess it's still bullying or whatever. So I felt yeah. like really bad about it. And then he comes out and he's like a total fucking weirdo about all this like fucking me too shit and i was like you know what never mind yeah like (laughs) he was he was very much like your ability to stand up for yourself ends at my friend's noses like yeah yeah come on now buddy you can't be doing that yeah so i so i didn't feel as badly about it anymore (laughs) yeah He's he's still like beloved is the wild thing to me is like, I don't apparently, understand like it. there are certain people who can just do whatever and they're fine. Well, the thing about him that I think makes it uh that way is he literally does nothing. So I uh, he does like a D and D thing, doesn't he? I don't know. I have no idea. I wish I was doing a D and D thing. Yeah. Not instead of this show or anything. <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't take it that way until you said that. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, our next email is from Yakub, and it is entitled, Computer, Clean Up This Mess. <laughs> Damn, fuck yeah. No, I can't do it myself. I'm too exhausted after winning a drinking contest against a hundred Yeti smugglers. What the fuck? The deal was that the losers must must pledge one dollar each at patreon.com slash mclass podcast. What? Where are my hundred yeti dollars? Where's my hundred yeti monies? <laughs> I better be getting that hundred yeti monies, Yakub. Come on, Yetis. You're good for it. Pitch it or ditch it. We got one. We oh, got one! We got one. <laughs> It's late TNG, and the title of the episode is Coin Toss. Okay. 
Plot A, Ensign Haskell's widower purchases services of Geralt of Rivia. Geralt? Geralt? Geralt of Rivia. Is that the uh, Witcher? The Witcher. To slay Nagilam and avenge the death of his husband. I have not watched The Witcher, so I don't know any of these references. (laughs) The Witcher claims that Nagilams don't exist. He fulfills the contract anyway. Uh... I mean, pitch it, because I don't know. Witchers are yeah. magic, right? They I are... haven't watched The Witcher either. I played The Witcher 3 for a good bit. Yeah. But... I have not even played it. So I know that they have two swords, and one of them kills, like, magic things. It's silver. Yeah, and they one got kills... the steel sword and the silver sword. One of them kills other magic things or something. I don't know the difference, for reals. Uh, plot B, the Witcher is accompanied by Dandelion. The bard writes the Ballad of the Nagilam. <laughs> so yeah, the Witcher show is good. <laughs> I mean, pitch it, because like, I would love to hear the Ballad of Nagilam. Like, yeah, I would love too. to hear it. It's, I've like played the fucking Witcher game, and I still can't pronounce Geralt right. Geralt? Is, is it Geralt? Geralt? Rivia? Geralt? I don't know. What have, a dumb name. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's I mean, I wouldn't have named him that. <laughs> it seems uh, like it's like a fantasy equivalent of the name George and like it's nothing G- is It's it's fucking Gerald with a T instead <laughs> of the D. <laughs> That's what it is. That's His it. His name is Ger- Gerald. Gerald. It's just Gerald. His name is Gerald. Yo, did somebody put like a uh, Geraldo Rivera mustache on him and called him <laughs> Geraldo Rivera yet? Is that a thing? Um, the Witcher <laughs> is like a huge, huge, huge Polish like franchise. Like tons oh, really? of books, tons of movies, I didn't tons know that. of television shows. And uh, the company that makes The Witcher is a Polish company, like huh. the video games. Oh wow! Okay. That's cool. It's the, it's the only thing from Poland that I know besides Bimber. Yakub. And Bimber. <laughs> yes. You know about Bimber. Yeah, it's like uh, Polish moonshine. Yeah. Right? I bet Geralt drinks it. I don't know. I bet Geralt drinks the hell out of it. Geralt. I had a friend in third grade who his dad was in the army, so he moved around a lot, and I never saw him again after third grade, and he was a Buffalo Bills fan. How does that work? I guess he grew up, like, there. But also, like, the Bills were really good at that point in time. Oh, okay. They were going to, like, all those Super Bowls and shit. But he was really tall and skinny, and uh, I never... I wonder what happened to him. I wonder if he's a fan of M-Class Podcast. If you're a fan of M-Class Podcast and you're that guy, write in to mclassemail at gmail.com and tell us, whatever happened to you? (laughs) I'll know, because uh, if you didn't know where we played football at recess, then I'll know. Yeah, you gotta write. Make sure to write in the email where you played football because it's yeah. real important. Yeah. Um, every time I read Geralt, Geralt. Every time I read that, I think of in the Adventure Zone. There's one of the the wizard has a summon whose name is Geralt, which is just Daryl with a G, <laughs> and it's a binacorn. It's a unicorn with two horns, and he's. That's- that's a lot of shit that you just said to me. <laughs> you don't know what a binacorn is? I've never... I mean, I, it makes, I, I, got, I got it with, like, the context clues. I, like, picked up on what you were... Mm-hmm, what it was. Mm-hmm. I just like the naming conventions on that show. It doesn't matter. The dude's name is Barry Blue Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's very fantasy fiction. 
uh, old Geral of Rivia. Geral. Um, yours, nursing a hangover, Ensign Yakub of the USS. Oh man, I am so fucking glad I didn't drink anything. <laughs> I, I had Dude. a cup. I had like three or four glasses of champagne. It was a light. I had light. half a cup of like whiskey punch. And then uh, my one, let's just call her my niece. She's like my second cousin, but whatever. She like put a Skittle in it, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm done drinking this. A Skittle? Not that like a Skittle would make it worse or anything, but like I, was, I wasn't I was going to drink that Skittle liquor. Fuck it. What a bitch. Turn down Skittle liquor? <laughs> Skittle-ker? Skit liquor? Um, uh, our next email is also from Rich Masters. Weird. Oh, weird. This is like a real one, though? I mean, <laughs> an, which one is the real one? Well, I guess we got to put them on the rooftop and hold the gun out and find out. Shoot me! I'm the fake one! Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> fuck! Uh, Picard Episode 2 is the title. Oh, fuck. And it begins, Cheerio, gallant boys of Trek. All right, this sounds exactly like the fake one. <laughs> Uh, how's the new year treating you? Uh, despot still in charge of our respective countries? Check. Yes. World literally on fire due to climate change? Check. Uh-huh. Lies and misinformation still more listened to than fact? Check. Sweet. Oh, well, time for some track then. <laughs> yep. I hear that. Previously on alternate Star Trek Picard... After Data's remains are stolen by people's unknown, a retired Jean-Luc Picard is informed by Fleet Admiral Graham of the situation. Oh, yeah. Later that day, a mysterious girl named Dodge shows up on Picard's door, exhausted. Dodge makes Picard promise to help her when she confides she has the memories of Picard's life as Locutus. Oh, fuck. After going to Admiral Graham for help, the Admiral uses the opportunity to kidnap Dodge. Little does Graham know that Seven of Nine is working with Picard and has taken the girl to keep her safe. Oh, yeah. The two break into Starfleet Command to steal information on the Admiral's computer and are helped out by Picard's old first officer, Rafi Mosaka, as the group meet up on Mars. It is revealed <laughs> that Hugh and two ex-Borg drones stole Data's remains for Picard. Oh, man. Hugh. Everything now- is connected. <laughs> And now, the continuation. This is the new one. It's not the old one, but the new one. They still have the same theme song. They just have Josh sing over it. Really terribly, like I just did. (laughs) A Starfleet tour guide walks through the Utopia Planitia Ship Museum talking about the Enterprise D. Oh, fuck. All right. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Pitch it. I love this already. She mentions how the ship was captained by Jean-Luc Picard for the entirety of its eight-year mission and lists the accomplishments of the ship. Oh, are they going to steal this thing? Oh, it's, fuck. <laughs> it's de-escalation of events at the Romulan neutral zone on more than 50 occasions, preventing a Klingon civil war and most notably saving the Earth from the Borg following Wolf 359. Whew. One of the tours splits away as the rest move on. She enters a recreation of the bridge, touches the ship's plaque, and then walks over to the captain's chair. She seems oddly at home. Rafi Musiker, God, what a stupid name, touches the girl on the shoulder and asks her what she's doing. Dodge turns around and tells her this place seems so familiar. Yeah. 
Rafi seems suspicious, but before she can ask anything, an irritated Hugh joins them and tells them it's stupid to stray away from the tour and suggests they maybe they shouldn't have brought a kid on such an important mission. Yes, kids should not go to museums. Yes, <laughs> it's true. They're not for uh, children. Museums aren't for kids to learn. No, you must be of 21 years of age to learn. Dodge says she doesn't see what the point of the museum tour is anyway. As they can catch, uh, they can catch up with the tour. Hugh points out the window. That's why. What? Dodge looks out to sea. They're only a few miles away from the shipyards, where hundreds of ships are being built, repaired, or scuttled. Oh fuck! I want to see this so bad. Including the Enterprise D. What? Title: Looking for Celestials. Admiral Graham sits in her office, giving a briefing to Captain Tavir, a Vulcan in charge of the USS Salea. Mm-hmm. Tavir interrupts Graham, telling her she's heard the rumors that Graham foolishly tried to rebuff Admiral Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. Graham is taken aback, but doesn't discipline Tavir. She tells the Vulcan captain that she has heard rumors, too. That Tavir can be abrasive and almost militant in her application of logic. Whoa. And that's why she wants Tavir to be the person to bring in Picard. Jean-Luc may be resourceful, but they need to catch him. Mm-hmm. But why, Tavir asks. That man is no longer Starfleet. He may go where he pleases. Admiral Graham says that Picard is aiding a fugitive. Fuck. Tavir is skeptical, but Graham shows her a scan she covertly recorded when Picard was in her office. There are two brainwaves in Picard's head, and Graham asks what this could mean. What? Tavir says that it could either be a Borg signal, unlikely given the destruction by the, of the network by Admiral Janeway. Yes, they're definitely no more Borg. Or a cognitive defect. What does that mean? It could be anything. Like, ir- like Irremotic Syndrome? Graham passes a file to Tavir, a medical file labeled Jean-Luc Picard, that confirms the Irremotic Syndrome diagnosis. She explains to Tavir that when she goes after Picard, Graham will be going along with her, but that she'll be picking up her first officer before they leave. Mm-hmm. Do we know what Eremotic Syndrome is? I, I, don't, that. I don't know. I don't know. Let me look that up real quick. Pause. Pause it. Okay, everything's paused. Nothing is happening right now. Everybody pause it. Everyone uh, who's listening to this doesn't hear this. <laughs> everybody shut up. Shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. Everybody shut the fuck up. Eremotic syndrome was a degenerative neurologic disorder that caused deterioration to the synaptic pathways. The condition caused confusion, delusions, and eventually death. Oh, wow. It took several years to develop and several more before it proved deadly. Ugh. So we have, like, a ticking clock in his head now. Fuck. In the anti-time future, Jean-Luc Picard had contracted advanced eremotic syndrome. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. All good things. Okay, okay, Okay. I get it, I get it. Okay, Fucking, I guess Rich knows more than us. Yeah, anyway, I guess Rich um, is the real track boy. We're just the track <laughs> idiots. <laughs> I just forgot. Goddamn. Rich is the um, track boy, and we're the track doys. Oh my god, that's gonna stick. That's a Can't sticker. That. that one's gonna stick. <laughs> Back at the Phillipstown settlement on Mars, Picard Number One and Seven sit in an uh, apartment hideout, poring over schematics for the Enterprise D. Seven mm-hmm. wonders why Picard has made the ship such a huge part of his plans. In response, Picard tells her that no one knows the ship like he does. Because it rules? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, it's dope as fuck. It's radical, so fuck off with the, with the questions about why we're taking it. 
Yes, Seven. I was on a good show, so shut the fuck up. My ship was cool, and yours was dumb. Sorry. Enterprise D rules. The Voyager drools. Why would you need to land on a planet, dum-dum? That makes no sense. Anyway. I'm going to change it to from the Enterprise D to the Enterprise Cool S. (laughs) I know just the one you're talking about. Yeah, you know, the Cool S that everyone draws. Yeah. Uh, still unsure of his motivation, Seven explains that Picard doesn't seem to realize that the Enterprise has been turned into a training facility of sorts, a demonstration model for cadets to learn ship operations. Mm-hmm. It has been equipped with cadet quarters and classrooms and has hollow emitters on every deck to simulate various situations on the ship. Man, how fun would that be? You get to go to school in a fucking legendary-ass yeah. ship. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, Picard reassures her that it will all work out, that this is what they... Uh, contingency planned for. Mm-hmm. Picard visits the other two Borg and Hughes team as they're trying to decrypt the files on the Borg cubes they stole from Graham's office. Right. They confirm that although extremely difficult, they have broken the first layer of security. How many layers are there, asked Picard. The ex-drones confirm there are over 3,000! That's like more than 2,000. That's like more than four. Uh, good, good thing I brought a book, muses Picard. <laughs> he likes uh, to read. <laughs> nerd. Uh, the ex-drones <laughs> confirm that they have learned something, though. The security okay. structures in, are Borg in origin, meaning Starfleet is somehow adapting Borg technology. That doesn't sound like a great idea. Uh, it sure doesn't, does it? That one sounds maybe like a bad idea. Picard is shocked, but as the uh, scouting party return from their museum trip, Musiker states that Picard can't be surprised given what they experienced together. The others share looks, but Picard brushes off the cryptic statement and asks her for a report as Dodge casually walks over to the ex-Borg drones. Okay. Musiker states the ship is there, on the outskirts of the shipyards, but that stealing a vessel from the shipyards is tantamount to suicide. No one's ever done it before. Oh, Wait. Oh, wait. I feel like it did happen. They <laughs> might have. It also happened with an Enterprise. Yep. <laughs> uh, Rafi also states that something is off about Dodge, that she creeps her out. She tells mm. the story about her familiarity with the Enterprise, how she seemed to treat the bridge like an old haunt. Picard dismisses the concern, saying that the girl is harmless. So Dodge is the other signal, and it's not Iro- yeah. Iridonia syndrome. <laughs> Probably. Iridonia. <laughs> That's... That's the, the Zabrak It's are. not Imodium Syndrome. <laughs> Man, I think we've all had Imodium Syndrome. <laughs> uh, Dodge sits at the drone's computer and solves the next level of encryption almost instantly. Yeah, Shit. harmless, mutters Rafi. Picard looks over to the box where Data's parts are being kept, but looks away. Hmm. On a deactivated Borg cube on the outskirts of Klingon space, a Federation away team are removing technology from the ship. One of the team patches a Federation computer into the Borg comm system and sends a subspace transmission. It is instantly picked up and answered by Admiral Graham. What the fuck are they... These idiots are morons. (laughs) These idiots are morons. They're They're the fucking... Dude, it's like, hey, let's plug a bunch of fucking, like, terrible-ass shit into our shit. What could go... Dude, fuck you. So stupid. (laughs) The CO confirms there is enough material here for another 1,000 units. What the fuck does the that admiral mean? seems pleased and asks the commander to take the team to the next cube and destroy this one, leaving the still dormant drones to die. Oh, they're gonna wake him up, man. Oh, they're gonna man. wake him the fuck up. 
This is some iBorg shit. Dude, the queen is going to be Graham. Oh, fuck. You think so? The queen's going to be, yeah, she's going to be like reborn into Graham, like a lich fucking, would. Like a fucking <laughs> lich would. Rich is listening to this right now, like, pulling his notebook out, like, furiously scribbling shit out, like, no, no, I, that's not what happens. I, <laughs> maybe it, maybe it will happen because, like, oh, it's like predestination paradox. Fuck. Who knows now, right? Oh, who knows? Rich, it's best not to rewrite it. Just leave it as it Just is. Just leave it as it is. Josh is really good at guessing how things are going to go. I'm really good at, quote, unquote, guessing because I, quote, unquote, am a genius. <laughs> right, right. He also sees through time, quote unquote. Quote unquote. I also made a quote unquote deal with the devil. <laughs> uh, back on Mars, Dodge sits in front of Picard and flatly asks, I'm Borg, aren't I? Ooh. Picard reassures her that in all scans, Seven hasn't been able to detect any Borg tech. Oh, Dodge, no. Dodge asks, how then does she know the name Locutus? Or that Seven is actually Seven of Nine of Unimatrix Zero? Oh, fuck. Or that Borg is Three of Five of Sector 34? I guess he means you. Or that Hugh is Three of Five of Sector 34? Picard admits that he doesn't know, and that the information she holds would scare him too, but that she is among those who are in the unfortunate opportunity... She is among those who are in the unfortunate opportunity to help her answer those questions. Okay. Rich Wright's too smart for me. I'm too fucking dumb yeah, to read like this. Yeah, it's like fucking 12th grade level reading. Yeah. And I'm at this, like... like I'm at the grade. fucking pokey little puppy. Can we yeah. like move this Clifford shit Clifford the big down? red dog, please. More Clifford. Uh, the Borg drones arrive and ask Picard if they are to disembark now. Yes, he orders. Make the ship ready as discreetly as possible. Sweet. Picard dreams of his makeshift crew reassimilated by the Borg. Oh no. He looks down at his hands to find that he is Locutus once again. Yes! Locutus walks against his will down a Borg corridor and stops as he enters an eerily green-lit room. He kneels before a shadowy figure as a pale-tinged hand rests atop his head. Oh my god, it's the Borg Queen. <laughs> you are Borg, it says. Picard wakes. And steps outside to watch the Mars sunrise, much larger than our own. Wait, it wouldn't be. Why would it be larger? Dreams as bad as mine, Seven asks, <laughs> as she joins Picard on the balcony. At this nod, she admits. At his nod, she admits. I saw you walking somewhere. Where are you going? To get a reminder of why we're doing this, he smiles. Seven asks if she is back. Oh, when fuck. Picard dismisses the idea as impossible, Seven points out that he thought it impossible before, until Voyager met the Queen again. Yes! I love you, the Queen! <laughs> she tells him not to dismiss things as irrelevant, and leaves to contemplate the new day. The crew, minus the two drones, enter the Enterprise-D from a docking port and split up. Picard sends Seven, Rafi, and Number One to engineering to steal the dilithium chamber. <laughs> the he sends the dog. That's great. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helping. He's Scooby-Doo. He's Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby oh, <laughs> oh my god, this just got 50,000 times better. Uh, while Hugh, Dodge, and Picard go to the main bridge. At Starfleet Command, Admiral Graham gets the news she's been waiting for. The Enterprise-D has been boarded. Fuck, she sends she a knew. security team to the ship. 
no survivors. She what? She's at. She's an admiral of just the girl. Fuck. Is Picard a girl? No. Okay. (laughs) Picard enters the bridge and directs Hugh to begin the program's Picard Zeta Two. Okay. Dodge is enamored with the bridge and sits in the captain's chair as Picard and Hugh get to work. Down in engineering, while Rafi and Seven remove the dilithium chamber, Number One watches them diligently. Seven comments that this would be easier without the audience, and Rafi tries to shoo him, but Number One is immovable. He's a good boy. Damn dog, she hisses. What, Seven said that? Uh, Rafi. Oh, Rafi. Okay, that makes more sense. Well, with their jobs done, Picard orders everyone to move on to stage two. They all leave, but he stays behind. Hugh gives him a nod as they go into his office to look at some of his old articles in his ready room, just as the security team storm the bridge. Fuck. Picard stands behind his desk and asks how he can help the officers. The security chief demands Picard come with them. Picard smiles. Of course, I am a Starfleet officer, after all. Picard doesn't move, just stands there with that perfect smile. It's a hologram. The security chief issues the order again. Of course, I am a Starfleet officer, after all. God damn it, I love it. Oh my god. The officer goes to grab Picard, but his hand goes through the hologram, just as the computer warns the security team that any attempt to escape the ship will result in the destruction of the ship. The chief hits his comm badge and asks for advice from Admiral Graham. In her office, Graham slams her computer with her fists and sends a technical team down to the Enterprise-D, a look of pure fury on her face. She walks out of her Fuck. office and into a turbo lift, then declares, Deck 7. <laughs> the sex deck. <laughs> Let's go to the fuck deck. I gotta fuck this anger out. Jesus. The computer bleeps, warning that appropriate security clearance is needed. Graham gives her authorization, and then the lift takes her down. And then she goes down on deck seven. Uh, When she arrives on deck seven, various crew nod to her but say nothing. Graham enters a lab and taps a command into the panel on the wall, opening a compartment. Picard and his new crew stand on the bridge of the newly acquired Stargazer. What? They went to the other one? (laughs) I take it the mission was a success, he asks. Hugh says that it would have been easier with him there, but Picard says uh, someone once taught him never to lead an away mission. (laughs) Seven confirms the dilithium chamber and the cloak from Rafi's shuttle have been installed to the small ship. It won't be a smooth or a pleasant ride, but the ship will be spaceworthy. Also, the Stargazer is old as dicks! Yeah, no (laughs) doubt. Uh, With the two drones Borg modifications, they will be almost undetectable. Picard thanks them, referring to them as Alpha and Beta, and they pull down their hoods to reveal they are a pair of Binar freed from the Borg. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So they were wearing hoods that you couldn't see their faces through the whole time? Maybe. maybe. I don't For remember. For an episode and a half? Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they might have mentioned it. I don't remember. Picard orders the ship to the Romulan border at warp 7. Please note, he does not say make it so in a transparent way to please his fans. Thank God. All right, Rich, and pitch it. Then leaves the bridge in Rafi's capable hands. I wouldn't care if he said make it so. Uh, no, the you save doesn't it. Fu- as long as the camera doesn't fucking zoom in on him slowly, and yeah. then he says it and music swells. No, this that. is brilliant, because you, you, you do this on purpose, like you save it for a more poignant moment. It's true. It's a card you don't whip out right away, kind of like your giant Picard dick. Of course. Picard isn't a Klingon, but somehow he was also born with two wieners. 
Hey man, some people are just lucky like that. That's why they love him so much. That's what Imodium Syndrome really does. <laughs> Imodium Syndrome only makes stuff come out the back of you, not yeah. the front. Um, time to open the champagne, Rafi asks. No, something else, he replies. Picard enters his quarters where their boxes storing data have been uh, stored. Oh fuck, we're going to put them back together. He opens one and pulls Data's head from the inside. He flicks the switch at the back and waits for him to blink. Data? He asks. The head smiles. Oh, Captain, Captain, Captain. You're a sight for sore diodes, replies the sarcastic voice. (laughs) Picard's face is one of horror. Lore? Oh, no! Back in the lab, Admiral Graham stands in front of a row of Borg-slash-Data hybrids, all of them looking like blue-tinged zombies. What? They are all numbered. The first, zero one, steps down from his rack. Admiral Graham, how may I assist? To be continued. Oh my fucking god. Jesus Christo. Oh man. Alright. Um so I love this. Um I'm in. I'm I'm doubled in. I'm doubled down and I'm in. Yeah, I'm in, dude. This was a fucking incredibly yeah. well written episode. Holy yeah. shit. It's got me on the edge of my seat, dog. Yeah, I love it. Great work. Um can this just be the show? Can you can this just like seriously be I'm gonna be so pissed when this yeah, is better show, than the show. I'm really worried about that. I don't okay. want the show to like be shitty in general, but especially because I'm getting a good version before Yeah. Beforehand, right? I, I mean like like Rich's uh season eight was like super good. So oh, like yeah. I don't expect that Picard is going to be better than this because, like, that would be a miracle. Um, but yeah, it yeah, it's just because it's beforehand. Like, we don't like we haven't been tempered into hating Picard already. So true. This is like so far. I will say, being constructive criticism, man, mm-hmm. that so far this has been an action movie. Yeah, and I understand that that's what Picard is going to be, but I do right. hope in the in episodes to come that we get a little bit more, like philosophical, right. like human condition, like problems that aren't like we gotta get away from the bad guys. I think problems. I think a part of the that is uh, since Rich is using the characters and and yes. a lot of the things that we've seen from the trailer. Uh, there, there's no ground level, so we're not at a ground level yet. No, so everything I think has now to that be they action. have a ship. Yeah, yeah. Now we can. That yeah. we'll be getting into that. I yeah. trust Rich right. that he will make Star Trekky Star Trek episodes. Right now, this is like a big flashy two-parter. Right, in, it's in right. TNG. Right, it's not dumb action. No, like ships aren't just exploding. Right, no, it's it's right. it's like super fun. Like yeah, yeah. It's fun, like, spy action, right. which is, and it's clever, which Star Trek, at its best, is always clever in how it does everything, yeah. and I appreciate the fuck out of that. Like, I'm pitching this hardcore, yeah. of course. It feels, like, reductive to pitch or ditch, these episodes. Because right, I don't want to, like, yeah. They're much more than pitch or ditchets, you know? Right. It's a, it's its own thing at this point. But, like, um, that is literally the only note I have because I am fucking on the edge of my seat. I want more. Let's be next time. (laughs) Let's just skip ahead a couple weeks. 
he he finishes out the email by saying, "Well, uh, these are a lot more work than I originally envisioned. I hope these are still floating your respective boats. I'd hate to have sunk your dinghies." Oh my god. Love and kisses and all that jazz signed Rich, Chief of Last Minute Writing and Terrible Life Choices. <laughs> so yeah, well, I'm I'm the captain of Terrible Life Choices, so fuck off. Uh, are you, if you're the captain, I'm the admiral. At least you're like married and someone loves you. I love you. All right, never mind. I just got <laughs> demoted to second captain. I don't know. Uh, you're. I'll be commander. You can be captain. Yay! I'm ter- more terrible than you. <laughs> you really want? Yay! Rich, we're blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag eat, pray, love. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag, hashtag eat, pray, loved for having you on our <laughs> podcast. Like, when, even when you're not here in person, your fucking amazing stories are here, and I'm sorry. I trip over sentences sometimes because you write better than I speak. It's all right. It's reading. Reading out loud is not something people do very often. No, I do it for this show and that's, that's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> it's harder to do. And I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, you're great at it. For the most it. part. I'm horrible at it. That's why I read the emails and you react to the emails. I, I'm just the funny jester boy. <laughs> We're both fools. We're both the fools yeah, in the course. Yeah, there's no straight man here. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was get, Like, it feels um, stupid, I would say, is a good word, to give Rich Masters notes. Like, yeah. you've read an entire season of fucking bangers that this dude put out. He writes better than me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't have any, but like, if I did, I, I wouldn't feel like I couldn't do that. I think Rich uh, would appreciate our feedback. I, I, I think. I mean, but I, Rich I mean, heard me I, say, Rich heard me say that, and he was like, "Fuck this Yankee bitch, <laughs> Yankee." <laughs> Is he from the South now? <laughs> Well, uh, people in England call it Yanks. Oh, do they? Because we, well, yeah. you know, you're welcome for saving uh, your ass in World War II. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Next time we'll just stay home and uh, start the baby boom early, I guess. You're, wel- you're welcome for saving your ass. Also, thank you to the Soviet Union for saving our ass. Also, maybe England, it's time you helped us save our ass. I'll- I know you're dealing with the same shit. Yeah, we need to help each other save yeah, can our we- ass. Can we get the fuck out of this, please? We need to form a country somewhere in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Atlantis. Uh, where we don't have Boris Trumps. Yeah, true. Ugh. 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 We got political again. Suck my dick. Uh-oh, there goes all of our <laughs> cuckery overflowing. <laughs> Sorry, my cuckery overflowed. Uh, it's my it's my uh, my go to though. Anytime we get political, you can suck my dick if you don't like. Suck it. my double dicks. You can suck Josh's eight dicks. We'll, They're like nipples. We'll what? stand what? close together, and you can suck both of our dicks. It'll be like sucking a Klingon's dick. Dicks. Dick. Sure. Dick eye. I don't know. Plural. Whatever. Die. Die. It's, it's dicks and die. Right when you roll multiple. Yeah. Yeah. When you roll, it's like two. one dick is a die. Is a die. <laughs> This show is so dumb. Yeah. I'm glad you guys like it and you listen to yeah. it. But that's literally all the emails we have this time. So That was good. Um, we, that was a good one. 
Yeah, we made it an hour thanks to tangents. I mean, you guys can send more emails to us at mclassemail at gmail.com. Yeah, all singular babies. That's easy. Send us anything you want. Any any, any old topic, yeah. The show is M class email. It's not Star Trek email. Yeah, it can just it could be, be about a, literally anything. Right. Great point. Thank you, Josh. Finally, Thank you so much. A great point from you, Jeff. <laughs> a great point. Um, you know, I just like to thank everybody for tuning in, and like, if you really want to support this show and keep us on the air, keep us paying our internet rent. Mm-hmm. We got to pay to our shitty internet landlord every month. Mm-hmm. Keep us on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Then you can head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as $1 a month you get access to the Discord. You get access to other podcasts. You can get mclass email a week early if you do more than like $5 a month. Sweet. You, but if you just do a dollar a month, you get everything that we put out eventually. That's how the... Um, the whole of the um, Patreon works. Right. Like, giving us more money means that you get more content way earlier. Yeah. Like, the higher tier stuff comes out, like, uh, like five months later or something. And, like, the lower tier stuff will come out, like, a couple weeks later. I ain't trying to wait five months to hear my sexy boys, you know? Yeah, I just can't hold in the nut that long. <laughs> I gotta hear it. What am I, like, Sting doing Tantra? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> It sounds like the worst sex. With Sting, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if his sex is anything like his music, uh, no thanks. You don't fucking love a desert rose? I, I, ate it, eh? I sure don't. You know what? The police, Sting and the police fucking suck. I'll say it. Damn, like, dude. I'm not disagreeing. You two fucking Oh, sucks. no, for real. You two fucking. Zane and I talk about you two a lot and how much they suck. I just don't understand why they're so famous. They yeah. suck so bad. No, U2 is 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 bad. Like they're shit. Like they're not even like 80s music. Like I can think off no. the top of my head like several more better 80s bands and songs. U2 is is like this it's like this anomaly that like Gen X like ding dongs think makes them sound like cool if they like like U2. Nobody fucking likes U2. No, U2 fucking sucks, yeah. dude. U2 blows. Like, I would rather listen to Stacey Q's hit single, Two of Hearts, for the rest of fucking time than have to hear four seconds of a U2 song. My favorite part about U2 is when iPhone downloaded that album onto your phone and, and nobody wanted it. it. But you can't no delete it. it. You can't delete it. It's there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thanks for giving me trash. Thanks for filling my phone with garbage. Yeah, like, especially because at the time that happened, I had an older model phone that had so little yeah. space on it. You're, like, fighting for space. Ugh. You two fucking sucks. All right. Suck my uh, dick, you two. Like, if you're listening, Bono, you fucking suck. I hate you. If you're listening, The Edge, nobody is calling you that anymore because nobody likes you and you stink. Your name is Eugene now. Yeah, also the two other guys in you two whose names nobody has ever known, fuck you. Fuck. Suck my dick. You know what's a good '80s band that I like? <laughs> Who's that? Is Genesis. Like oh Genesis. fuck! I'll take Genesis over you two any day. I like uh, Genesis is a great band because uh, fucking Sledgehammer guy. Wait, what was his name? Uh, Peter Frampton. No, uh, Peter, Peter Peter Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, 
Yeah, Peter Gabriel was the lead singer, and then he left, and then uh, fucking um, Phil Collins. Phil Collins started singing, and he sounds exactly the fuck like him yeah. to this day. When I hear the so- hear songs by Genesis, I don't know who's singing it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I That's the M class uh, motto right that's there. That's gonna baby. be a Ow. that's gonna be a Discord emoji. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna I do U it. I U N N O. With a picture of Bobcat Goldthwait saying it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'd rather listen to Bobcat Goldthwait doing his Bobcat Goldthwait comedy voice to Genesis <laughs> songs than listen to you two. Jesus. Look, yeah, yeah, you too sucks my day. Yeah. Look, thank you everybody for tuning in. Become a patron. Follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. Shoot us an email, M Class Email at Gmail Become a part of our community. It's one of the dopest ones on the internet. We've done some really fucking cool stuff together, and I hope since I guess this is the new year now, I keep forgetting. I hope that in this new year we continue to be just as fucking awesome as we've ever been. Yep. We're going to be. We only get better. We only get better with age, like wine. Like dick wine. What? (laughs) I don't know. I'm hungry. I'm not unpacking that one. I'm hungry. All right, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you next week with more M-Class goodness. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.